Welcome to a special CC podcast series on the What Works Best 2020 update. For eight exclusive episodes, join the Secretary of the New South Wales Department of Education, Mark Scott, as he speaks with schools and students, like me, about effective teaching practices that support student academic achievements. This week's topic is on explicit teaching with Northern Beaches Secondary College, Valgala Boys Campus. So today we're talking with the Principal Paul Sheether and the Deputy Principal Ben Selden and students at Northern Beaches Secondary College, Balgala Boys Campus. And we're going to talk about explicit teaching, which is one of the eight effective teaching practice areas identified in the What Works Best 2020 update. So gentlemen, what are the key features of explicit teaching at Balgala Boys? And why is it so important to use explicit teaching with all students? The start, I think, Mark, to start with the second part of the question, I suppose why it's important is because it's, a, it's been very, very effective with a full range of students. Both the performance data and the value-added data emphatically support this. The full range of students of all abilities seem to perform better, better in uh, under-explicit teaching. The school has experimented with a, a gamut of teaching strategies over the last 10 years and explicit teaching has evolved to be the, the core of the nucleus, the way we deliver uh, at Balgala Boys. And the key features of this mode is, is firstly teachers map out the learning outcomes and generally this comes backwards from the HSC outcomes. So the concepts build accumulatively and systematically. These outcomes are very visible to the students. And secondly, most importantly, the, the teachers work to develop explicit models to deliver the students. To enable this, teachers work collaboratively in teams to develop the very best model, uh, answer a product they can. And in these teams, they also deconstruct the model so that when they're in front of their class, they're on song, confident, and uh, ensure that the best exemplified learning outcome is presented to the boys. And, and probably best exemplified in the English faculty. Ben? We, uh, we noticed quite a few years ago, after coming back from the HSC uh, marking, that the boys were lacking a specific language that was required to achieve uh, high outcomes in the HSC, particularly in advanced level English. So what we realised then is that we needed as classroom instructors to explicitly teach that language to the students. First, I'd like to address a misconception. You know, I think just because teachers are creating an example, it doesn't mean that we're sticking something on the board and we're saying, guys, type, write that down. That's not the process at all. Creating exemplar informs the teaching, the, the teaching process. It informs question answer. It allows teachers to ask very targeted questions to elicit language, to elicit content, to help the boys recall meta-language and syllabus content knowledge, and then demonstrates to the students how to put that in sentences. There's another misconception in education, which is that because boys seemingly know how to communicate and can talk a lot in class, they can write as well, and that's not the case at all. As classroom teachers, we need to be very specific, like math teachers, very explicit in talking through how you put sentences together. So we created a, a sentence scaffold, which is beguilingly simple. It allows students to create very, very complex sentence structures and to manipulate multi-core sentences very, very confidently. And we introduced that in stage four and it's, and it's taught consistently through to stage six where the boys uh, develop it. And it gives them an enormous amount of confidence. And we've had an enormous amount of feedback from students who go on from you know, like leaving that to school and say, thanks for teaching me how to write. And it's a fascinatingly simple tool. It's a very interactive process. Do you find, uh, Ben, this has been a key to student engagement? I mean, as you take oh. them this process that kids are leaning more into learning? Absolutely. English is a very, very popular subject. There is a mindset that students have is that if they don't know quite what, how the subject works or what they're supposed to do, they get a feeling of disengagement. 
And what this does is it breaks it down. It makes it very, very simple. It's like putting a Lego model together. And the boys, they become empowered. We're able to say those sentences that you put together in year eight replicate the kind of grammar that you use in year 12. And we can show them a year 12 essay, show them what they've done. And the boys realize, wow, I've got this. And that's incredibly confidence building for them. It also, as Paul alluded to, it's very empowering for the teacher. So they go into the classroom with that exemplar in the back of their mind and are able to speak from a position of confidence and clarity. They can give explicit feedback about what kind of language the boys are using. They can give explicit feedback about what's working, what isn't working and how to tweak that. And they use the whiteboard to show boys how to put those sentences together. And, te- and the boys in the class sit there and say, I, can, I have confidence in this process because the teachers there is doing it. They're showing me how to do it. And there's a lot of teacher talking time in classrooms around New South Wales where you get these fantastic and very articulate, intelligent English teachers who are standing up and talking about tech. And unfortunately, boys don't learn that way. Very few of us do. We learn by watching it and doing it. So the teachers have to model it and use the whiteboard and write it down and show the boys how to write those sentences. And then the boys replicate that process. And through that process of replication over time, they develop that skills and that confidence. It's a very exciting process. One of the really interesting things, if you look at the experience of our Gala boys, you know, this is a school that's had a remarkable and sustained lift in educational outcomes over the last decade or 15 years. And I think one of the really interesting things about it is it wasn't just a a sugar hit effect where you had a good year or two, you lifted it and you've sustained it over time. So outstanding results, outstanding value add. One of the things, though, about high-quality explicit teaching practices, if you're implementing it the way that you're talking about it and Ben's talking about it, you need, in a sense, a consistency in all classrooms with all teachers, and it needs to be a, a language and approach that's used in all staff rooms. How have you brought about that consistency of application of high-quality explicit teaching practices in all your classrooms? Intrinsic in this process of explicit teaching and the modelling, is, as we alluded to prior, is work, teachers working collaboratively in groups to ensure that they come up with the best possible model. Once in those groups, they were also deconstructing those models in, in, in a way as if they would be doing it in front of the class. So these teachers are working and deconstructing these models in front of their peers, and that ensures the homogeneity of, of practice and delivery across the school. First, practised in English, and we've got some amazing results in that area, and then taken through other faculties across the school. The same form of delivery with teachers in different fac- in all faculties now working in collaborative groups to, to hone their skills in being able to develop the best possible model and their skill set enabled to deconstruct it and deliver in the classroom. So that's been a- enabled us to ensure that, particularly with a growing school, that new, new and less experienced teachers across the school gain this, this skill set uh, and ability to be able to model in such a way across uh, in their faculty area. That's great. All right. Gentlemen, how are we? Yeah, thanks. Um, thanks. How's life at Bowley Boys? Very well. <laughs> so, Charlie, Sebastian, Luke, thanks for joining us. We want to talk about what it's like to learn at Bowgala Boys. You know, tell me, how do you know what you're going to learn and where you're headed in your learning? and whether you've been successful. How how do you know about the learning journey that you have in classes there? It's honestly a really easy process when it comes to objectives in English. Uh, Going off of knowing when you've been successful, uh, the scaffold provided creates a structure for us to build off. If what you produce is similar to the standard set by the teacher, or even better, then you, you definitely know you're on the right track and the teachers pick up on it. It really helps to have a sort of bar to reach when in class or at home, running deconstructions, et cetera, because it clearly states the goal of what you're trying to achieve. 
So you're not mindlessly going off route, not knowing what you're doing. Uh, it's, it's very easy to stay focused, I guess, in summary. And you know where you're headed and what's next, because as you progress through different units in English, you pick up new strategies and tips, and it's very easy to see the improvement from when we first started Year 7. So what are some of the practical ways that your teachers show you what to do and to show you how to be successful in your learning? Well, specifically, I'm in Year 11 now, and recently, with our, our last English assessment, we were able to send in lots of drafts. I had up to six drafts before the day of the assessment. Uh, and every time that's, that's available for all students in the class. And our teacher has taken the time after school and on her weekends to go through those and mark each individual draft, uh, showing which areas we can improve on and uh, what we've done well so we know where we've succeeded and where we can improve. Uh, and, yeah, just getting that feedback really, really helps so, what, so we know what we've done well, what we haven't done well and what we could improve on. Uh, but also in the classroom, in the lessons, going through scaffolded responses, and the teachers usually prepare pre-written texts, pre-written deconstructions of the texts um, at a really high standard so we know what we can achieve and what we can aim for. Uh, and it's kind of like an I do, we do, and then you do approach. She shows us exactly what she wants us to do. Um, we do it together so we understand it. And then we have homework set so we can go and do it ourselves and put those skills into practice. And when you look at... Um the, the first draft you did and yep. the final paper that you submit, can, can you chart your journey of improvement through that? I mean, is it a big difference? Yeah, you can definitely tell that there's been improvements because you've done so many revisions of it. You can see the areas, again, as I said, that you can improve on and which you've done really well in from the start, but you just have that feeling of assurance that you know that you've done the best work possible right from the start and on the day as well. And then, then finally, how do you find this helps you with your learning and helps you with your preparation as you, you work your way through school towards the HSC? Yeah, well, um, getting the, this explicit teaching uh, sort of strategy and, and getting the simple sentence structure, this does that, doing that, and doing that. I guess it, it gives us confidence to explore more sophisticated language, so it gives us the sort of freedom and, and, and will to, you know, extend our vocabulary from just, you know, ba basic uh, words in order to get those band sixes, in order to be highly achieving. So we work tirelessly, we, you know, we work really hard to um, make that standard in class, even, you know, with the, with the decons written down on the board, being, being clo yeah, closely guided by our teachers. So they, you know, making sure that, that we know what we're doing. Sounds to me like it's kind of like pretty specific, right? Very real goal setting. You know what right. the challenge right. is. Yes. And that's kind of like, it's, it's very engaging. It's kind of like a game in itself, in a sense, to be able to deliver to that standard and that expectation. That's exactly right. Each English lesson, um, I, I really do look forward to because it, it's, it's a really good challenge. And, and when doing decons for homework in class and, and, and really impressing myself that, you know, it's uh, sort of multi-clausal uh, sentences and, and sort of introductions. And it, it's very satisfying, I'll, uh, I'll admit. And, you know, you want, you want to um, strive more and more and prove it as, as, yeah, as much as possible. Brilliant. Great answer. Thanks, Thank everyone. Thank Thanks, Thanks Thank you very much. Thanks, yeah. Good to see you. Thanks for listening to this special What Works Best podcast series produced by the Centre for Education Statistics and Evaluation, or CC. Tune in next week or subscribe to listen to the next episode.